Thank you for listening to the Raynar Podcast Network. If you press play on this feed, you're probably thinking, what's the beta pod? What am I getting into? And the answer is, there really is nothing to the beta pod. There's no structure. There's no specific content, topic. They're just conversations I wanted to have with friends and I decided to record them. But that's not how podcasts normally work, right? There's usually some sort of structure, some direction, usually a uniform topic that is covered. So why do it? And in short, I don't really feel like committing to these ideas right now. Or maybe I just don't have enough hands to help me bring these things to life. Like, I love sports. Football and basketball in particular. But I'm not really willing to commit enough time to bringing a sports podcast to the light. Sports podcasting is a lot. Stats, conversations, behind the scenes. I have a full-time job. I rap on the side. There's other podcasts that I do. I'm even launching my own clothing label soon. So I don't really have time to commit to doing a sports pod. But I thought it would be fun to talk about sports. As big as sports is, it's still niche. Everything's niche. Because niche just means that it's for a certain crowd. And not everybody loves sports especially as much as I do, where I like to delve very deep into things. So the beta pod is just a feed with random conversations that I want to have. Today it's sports. Tomorrow might be cookies. Another day might be ants. I don't know. But if these shows get enough traction, if you like them enough, and you give me feedback, maybe they'll get a feed of their own one day. But until then, enjoy the first episode of the Beta Pod with this show I like to call The Last Resort Sports Report. Because if you're listening to this, you're at your very last resort of sports. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Last Resort Sports Report with your host, Izzy Raynard. If you're listening, you probably already exhausted all other options. You got ESPN, you got FS1, you got Bleacher Report. So if you're here listening to my podcast about sports, that means you really like sports. NFL season just wrapped up. The Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles in a thriller to capture Their second Super Bowl in three years. Patrick Mahomes on the rise. Young GOAT. Eagles, good team. Just couldn't get it done. A couple of mishaps here and there. But now we're heading into one of the gloomiest periods of my life every year. The NFL offseason. My Sundays will be hollow. 
but I can look forward to what may be in the coming future. So I thought it'd be cool to go division by division, kind of forecasting and also trying to see what I'd like to see in the upcoming 2023 NFL season before free agency hits and assign free agent destinations, maybe some trades, what we'd like to see some of these teams pick in the draft. And that seems like a lot of arduous work. So I brought some guests along with me today. So I have with me Josh Day and Miles Jones. Now, gentlemen, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Let us know a little bit about your sports background and the football team that you call yours. All right. How y'all doing? My name is Miles. As uh, Mr. Raynard has just told you, uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, lifelong, uh, bleed blue and silver. Uh, you know, Big D, you know, they pause. They, <laughs> 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 they, they, label, uh, they label us as the, the team that always says it talks about next year. So, you know, I'm coming with the I'm coming with the heat for what we should do next year. So this is like we could label this the Cowboys podcast. Yeah, we got next year. You already know uh, I'm giving my personal opinion. So, you know, Jerry, I hope you hope you listen one day and uh, hear this podcast. So make some moves, brother, make some moves. All right, Josh, and tell us where you rep. I really hope Jerry hears that. <laughs> What's going on? My name is uh, Josh. I am a lifelong, for some reason, Washington Redskins football team commanders fan. Uh, don't hate on me. I was born this way. I'm used to being disappointed. Uh, last year, not as not as bad of a disappointment as no, I'm used not, to. not at all. I was honestly a little surprised, even though... That ginger ruined a lot for us. <laughs> I'm glad that is about to end. But a lot of things to look forward to next year. Really excited to see what the team does. Uh, most importantly, get Daniel Snyder out of there. Like, that's number one. He does not need to be an owner anymore. Get him out. Who do you think is going to buy the team? You know, a lot of people were thinking that Bezos is going to swoop in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. Uh, the tea leaves are saying that it's going to be the dude who owns the Devils and the Sixers, Josh something. I'm blanking on the last name, which is weird. Um, like the New Jersey Devils? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I think more than likely, that looks to be the way that we're going to go. Okay. You thinking uh, Ron Rivera should stay? He's going to stay at least this year. Just because, if for nothing else, it's too late in the game to like go in, try and get your new head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Even though the Super Bowl just ended, the offseason for them started like a month and a half ago. Right, yeah. Now the, the key is just like getting in that offensive coordinator position, which is, you know, what is looking into. They got Eric Bieniemy coming in on Thursday uh, for the interview, which would be a great hire. But I think he could do better than what this team could offer. <laughs> yeah. I also, when they were talking about Jeff Bezos, my first thought was, didn't he just buy like, the rights to certain NFL streaming and wouldn't that be a conflict of interest? I don't think that, I don't think it qualifies as far as like for media deals go. Okay. Uh, because I got to feel like, and look, I can't, I can't be a hundred percent on this, but I got to feel like, I mean the Waltons own Walmart, right? Like the Waltons own Walmart, they own mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos. I got to feel like there's some kind of way where it avoids the cross stream there. And I feel like that's going to be another one of those workarounds. I don't know what every billionaire in the NFL owns, but I can't say that all of them are avoiding the product. All right, that makes sense. So, yeah, we're going to hop into it. We might as well start with uh, the division that is most represented here, as I'm a Patriots fan. So we're going to start with the NFC East. And let's just start from the team that just won the Super Bowl. 
So what we're going to do here is I'm going to give my take on what each team should do. And then my guest here, they're going to do the same thing. We're going to talk, you know, maybe we'll hash some stuff out. Maybe we'll have similar ideas. Maybe, you know, someone will have a better idea than the other. And so we're just trying to create this like fantasy, like real life fantasy football scenario of what not necessarily we think is going to happen more. So what we want to see happen now, obviously within the realm of possibilities, considering draft picks, salary cap and things of that nature so i'm gonna kick it off eagles i'm gonna give a little stats for each team by the way so that you know the listener can have kind of a good context they're currently eight million dollars under the salary cap they have the 10th and 30th pick in this year's first round draft picks and notable free agents are javon hargrave fletcher cox james bradbury brandon graham miles sander and I forgot he was even on the team, Robert Quinn. <laughs> I, I forgot they traded for him. That's right. They got him midseason. Yeah, yeah and he never like that. never played. Uh, so when I was looking at that, I was like, Robert Quinn, what the fuck? You know, um And they made a lot of a lot of noise about that too. That they, trade they was did. like a that big was, thing. Oh, we're gonna put the it's gonna put us over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now granted they obviously didn't need that. It, it, his loss obviously wasn't felt. Maybe in the Super Bowl they could have used a little oh, yeah. bit more rusher, you Wait, know. Did he actually get hurt? Yeah, I don't think he played. I think he got hurt and they never played. Did you played. say that the Eagles lost their footing? <laughs> I mean, they needed something in the Super Bowl in terms of rushing the passer. That's a lot of free agents that they have there. And um, a lot of that's on defense, but they don't have that much money. So um, here's what they should do, in my opinion, Eagles. If I got a chance to talk to Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Extend Hurts. Obviously, you want to do that. I think he's proven himself at this point that he's deserving of a contract extension. Yep. Use the picks that they do have on defense. Their defense are losing a lot of defensive pieces. They're going to lose probably Bradbury for sure. Graham, they'll probably try and get him back on a friendly deal, but if he wants to keep playing, he's probably going to leave. And then uh, I would try and get Cox back on a friendly deal. I think that's what you got to do with Fletcher Cox right now, right? Like he's the guy. He's not like he's he's like the heart and soul of that defense. Yeah. He like like he's not, like not the best player anymore. Mm-hmm. We can all admit to that. Like, and I appreciate Fletcher Cox for everything he's been. He's my favorite Eagle. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he's up there. He's up there. I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. I'm not up front. Okay. Um, but with the way that everything is, you got to get ready because you're gonna have to put soon money. I mean, you got to put money in Hurts, mm-hmm. and you're likely gonna have to put money in Hassan Reddick also, and Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. So you have these guys. Some, there's guys getting paid. Kelsey's getting paid. Uh, AJ Brown's getting paid. You have guys on the team that are getting paid. Dallas Goddard is getting a pretty good contract. So you are going to have to make certain decisions. They're going to have to let Miles Sanders walk. I assume Miles Sanders is going to want something. Running backs get replaced easily. Yeah. Like unfortunately, that's for, I, I think Miles Sanders is wonderful. Like I think he's good for what he is. Um, but he's also easily replaceable as much as I don't want to say that. Yeah. And there's, I, I looked it up. There's a good bit of serviceable running backs out in the free agent market this year. Mm-hmm. So I had them going out and getting Raheem Mostert and then probably drafting another running back somewhere in the middle rounds. Here's an interesting scenario. I'd like to present for Philly. Okay. So name Bajan Robinson ring a bell to you at all. Mm-hmm. Bajan Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. From the, from the university of Texas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who I think is the consensus number one running back on the board this year. 10 is a little bit of a reach for running back. It is. Robinson's very, very talented. Very, very talented. 
uh, an absolute difference maker at Texas. And it's somebody, if you wanted to like extend what your offense can do, Robinson is like a more talented version of Miles Sanders. That's just below a rung of what Saquon Barkley is capable of. I would really, really, really consider even if at 10, you don't want to go that, like go to that route, Mm -hmm. trade back a little bit. You can get them at like 15 to 20. No problem. Well, they do have at 20. I mean, I'm sorry. They have 30. 30. I'm 30, sorry. At 30, I think they miss. 30, okay. I think they miss them. Like, they, they won't get a chance out of it. Okay. Some, one of those other teams. Here, here's my thing with that. I'm I kind of I'm on the fence about drafting a, a running back in the first round. You know, there's, there's a lot of a lot of talent out there. A lot of guys. Uh, running back is a, a plug-and-play position. You know, yeah. the Eagles have had a lot of success with – uh, just filling in, guys. Look at they drafted they drafted Miles Sanders and he didn't even really right. play. He had what twenty something yards in the game. Yep. Like you can you can get anybody. I, I like the Raheem Monster. I don't know if I want to spend first round draft capital on on a running back. But here's the thing: you get a chance, a rare chance of being the runner up of the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and having a swing at a legitimate blue chipper, That's like true. a legitimate blue chipper. And in a world where you know you're gonna have to pay a quarterback, you got to start paying out these people. Your window is not as open. Like, it's open, but it yeah, doesn't look as open as it appears to. It might be closing. With, with all this money that's being thrown around, even like, all right, so Kelsey's, Kelsey's like, what, 34, 35? He's up there. And he, he's on. He's becoming a free agent this this year, so, like, he got to – he's about to get his money. He's, he's a Hall of Famer. Yep. Uh, Hurts, is Hurts going to get $200 million if 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 Cleveland gave – They're saying uh, starting points, $45 million, like, yeah, per year. Yeah, so, like – that, that money, that money's going to start. That salary cap is going to it's going to start shrinking. Yep. You know, so you got to make some tough decisions. I will admit already off the bat, I'm not the most knowledgeable when it comes to uh draft. Yeah, like I, I don't have the college biggest cachet when it comes to college Ooh, boy, football. Step into my yeah. world. Yeah. Here we okay. go. Yeah, so so I've leaned on you guys a little bit on that. So any other additions that you guys would think? I mean, I think the Eagles are primed to be still a contender. Uh, they are going to have to figure some things out because a lot of these free agents that they have meant something to them. NFC is not that impressive as a whole, right? Like, that's one right, big yeah. thing that works. For, like, you can argue they had an easy schedule because, truth be told, they did. Like, they just had an easy schedule, and that's what happens. And, and, and I always say, like, even if they're, the, the records wasn't easy, mm-hmm. the quarterbacks they faced. Trash. Like, they literally didn't face a really <laughs> yeah. a Pro Bowl caliber, let alone one of the greatest of all time quarterback until the Super Bowl. Yep. Like that was Dak was probably the best quarterback they faced. Dak was the best quarterback they faced outside what are you of. They played yeah. Taylor Heineke. <laughs> <laughs> they, hey, they won that game. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, they're. It did make me look a little bit after the Super Bowl loss. Like, well, they finally and they played well against Mahomes because Mahomes didn't even have two hundred yards. That's why I was tell, yeah. tell I was telling people afterwards. Andy Reid won them that game. Yep, mm-hmm. Mahomes played great. Mm-hmm. Those two touchdowns. Is what won them that game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm not people always say stuff like, I could have made that throw. I could that's actually literally one of those times where someone who is not a pro level athlete could have made that throw. Right. Now you have to be able to read the defenses and, and that of what and I can't do that. But if it was mapped up like that and that's exactly how it unfolded, I could have made that, made those throws. I think we forgot to also address one big elephant in the room for Philly is uh, they are now in the coordinator search because that's true. both of yep. theirs just got oh, hired yeah, head coaches. That's big too. I don't. I think that's going to go unheralded a little bit. You're going to get you first off. You get to see what Nick Sirianni is really made of mm-hmm. uh, as far as like scouting out and developing again here. Those last two, good. Can you do it again? Yeah, I think Gannon did a really good job this year he, until like, the end. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I think also you. 
as Eagles, you as Eagles fan, you got to be uh, confident that you just you got Howie Roseman. Let him cook. You know, they sometimes in the draft they haven't made the smartest decisions, but Howie somehow works his his magic, and they end up with getting some crazy pieces in the off season or through trades, and just they turn out to be really good. Remember when they got like Garrett Blunt and all that, and they went on to win a Super Bowl. So like, yeah, Howie's they'll, good. They'll, they'll Howie's be okay. definitely good. All right, so let's move on to your team, Miles. Let's, right. let's move on to the Cowboys. So a couple of stats here. Seven million over the cap. Mm. Notable free agents. Man. Tony Pollard, Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. They picked 26th in the first round. Okay. Why don't I let you start here? What do you want to see your Cowboys do? Okay. Well, the most important thing I think this. They also lost Kellen Moore. That is true. All right. Uh, we, did, we did hire a new OC. But I they're letting uh, McCarthy take over the the play call. I don't know how that's gonna yeah. how that's gonna work because <laughs> he's had problems with clock management. So I don't know how you're gonna call plays and manage the clock at the same time when you had enough hard enough time just managing the clock. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. But I think the biggest thing is we got to find a way. We got to trade Zeke. That that contract is just too bad. We got he's not as fast as he used to be. He's not as explosive. He's a great great great. Uh, Blocker, he picks up blocks well for Dak, but and I love him, but you know it's business. How many years does Zeke have left on his contract? Uh, You can get out of him um, now for minimal dead money. This is that's one of the big things with Zeke is the contract. It was bad, it was crippling for a bit, uh, but you can get out of him for like minimal dead money right now. It's better off actually if you do. Okay, because they need that money to get Pollard. Pollard is the guy right now. Because what I had it written here, they're not going to be able to get caught Pollard if they don't give it a seat. No, they they got. It, it, there's been like rumors that he was willing to come back on a team friendly deal. I don't know how true that is. I doubt it. Um, he's Zeke, had Zeke can contribute somewhere else if he wants to. Because here's the thing with Pollard: last two seasons ended with some injury issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to be looking for the bag because he has he to is. at this point. He has to be look thinking about my long term health versus what I'm worth today. He could walk into another season and not be worth what he what he is looking for. Mm-hmm. So if if they don't trade Zeke, they're gonna have to let him go. Do you think they'll be able to bring back Dalton Schultz? Because I feel like he's actually important to your he, team. He is important. Uh, Dalton Schultz is is uh, very important to our team and, and Dak's success. He he's like the bailout guy. Uh, sometimes I mean Dak has been known to force feed CD Lamb this past season, and I think that has caused us some trouble. We need we need to get some like wide receiver help, whether that be in the in the draft. But I think the most important thing is just keeping the defense solid. That's what we need to do this offseason. Our defense is what what got us to where where we were. It's just Dak didn't show up. He Ret- literally didn't show up that game against the the 49ers. Retaining Dan Quinn was was big. It was very big. That was my, I I was a proponent of making Dan Quinn the head coach. So like I, I think. I love Dan Quinn. I'm a, I'm a big fan. You know, we all know what he did with that defense in, in uh, Seattle, uh, and with the with the Falcons. You know, they got to Super Bowl. At least he, it, they, mm-hmm. they fell apart. They imploded on themselves. And that was always a, a coach that even towards the end, the the players were playing for him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like they, sure. it was always known. Like yo, well, he even had players want to follow him from uh, from Atlanta to Dallas. There's curse, so. there's some players that there's there's some coaches that even in spite of losing, it's just up. A guy you want to play for, yeah, and that is exactly what Dan Quinn comes off as. People, people, this is why I'll run through the wall for you, coach. Like that kind of guy, mm-hmm. and I, I think he's going to get another shot at some point. I, you know, probably should have been this past year, but well, I, I think he he saw the situations and mm-hmm. was smart and said, "Do I really want to go to another team?" Because when you are a Dan Quinn, the next job you get could be your last. Yep. 
and a lot of the and most of the most of the I mean, whenever you're coming, whenever you know your your coach is fired, you typically are not getting the best options, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when you are going to be a head coach, oftentimes, especially when you have a defensive background, going into the position where you actually need to like scout out and draft a quarterback, mm-hmm. which is what top teams have to do, that can be a little bit difficult to do when you're when you're coming from that defensive background because you're not thinking about it the same way and that's when you have to really learn your coordinators yeah so i don't know if the cowboys are going to be able to get off of zeke you're saying it's possible yeah it's uh his dead cap hit if if he's cut this year is uh 11.8 million keeping him on roster guarantee 16.7 so it's a little bit you know it's a little bit friendlier it saves you a little bit of money uh, and obviously, we get to this time of the year, everybody restructures. Like, that's just mm-hmm. how it goes. I do think that the Cowboys need to lean more into the running game going to next season. Yep. So, it is essential that they address that position, whether it's Zeke, whether it's Pollard. They need to really strengthen that because Zach wasn't great. I mean, Dak. But he really needs to have more help in terms of running offenses through him. Like like you said, force-feeding CD. There were times where I thought Dak was making – Terrible, terrible plays. But then there's also times where I'm like, you know, Dak came off of an injury last year. He had a thumb injury this year, and that really does affect the way you throw the ball. Yep, that's true. And I've been critical of Dak in the past, but I also think that he's a he's a Cowboys quarterback. He's going to receive a lot more criticism than he actually deserves. Yep. I mean, he cut to me. He kind of turned into like a Matthew Stafford in a way. You know, Matthew Stafford force feeding a cup and it becoming a problem for them this year. So I, I think that same thing kind of happened. But I think the, the Cowboys are at a place where they didn't give him $160 million to run the ball. So, like, they're, they're kind of building I, I get that, but you can't, as an owner, as a GM, you can't have spite in that and say, yep. I gave you that money, not do it for us. If that's what you decided to give him the money for, mm-hmm. your goal is still to win. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, I, I, I've also been critical of Stafford. Stafford didn't win them that Super Bowl. That team was good. Oh, yeah, that team was great. Cooper Cup played out of his fucking mind. Aaron Donald. Yeah, they, like that team was good. And Stafford, the year that they won the Super Bowl, led the league in interceptions. You know, so it's like you, you can't just say, well, we, we traded all this stuff for you, Stafford. Go and win everything for us. If that's the mindset that the Rams had, they would not have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's what the, the Cowboys have to have as well. So we go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, they're the a little Cowboys. limited. I think they just need to figure out some stuff on offense. Yep. All right, let's go to the Giants, who, for me, they really shocked me. I, I've i gotten some opposition in this, but I really I believe they both deserve that Coach of the Year. Yep. Looking at that roster, preseason, postseason, I still don't understand how they won those games that they did. Yep. They got whopped by the Eagles. They deserve to get whopped by the Eagles. I understand that it's a regular season award, but they won a postseason game. Yep. And I know a lot of people said that like the Vikings were frauds. That Vikings offense is still really fucking good. Yeah. And you know they they managed them and they they st- they kept it close. So the Giants are forty seven million dollars under the cap, so they're in a pretty good spot here. Mm-hmm. Notable free agents are probably their two most important players: Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones. Yep. They picked twenty fifth in the first round. So I think they sh- they should resign both Daniel Jones and Saquon but both to reasonable contracts. Neither one of them deserves anything above middle market value. We don't know what we have in Daniel Jones yet. I actually think that Daniel Jones is an incredible talent. He just, 
he's malleable and he needs to be formed into where he needs to go. Yep. Dude is fast as hell. It's don't understand. Don't understand why they're not utilizing him more in runs. They did a little more of that this year. He is closer to a Lamar Jackson than he is a Josh Allen. It's crazy to think that way, but that's literally the fucking facts of it. I saw somebody call him Milk Vic and I almost lost it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, and Saquon, yes, he had a good year back. He was a comeback player of the year candidate, but he's still injury prone. I think when you're just sized like that, you're going to get hit a lot. So I think they should uh, bring them back. Now, if you can't get a reasonable deal for Saquon, I say you sign Devil Singletary, who is a free agent in Buffalo. A lot of times you see that when coaches go elsewhere, they try to bring in guys that they know. Devil Singletary is a good, solid back. He's going to be cheaper than Saquon. And then I just kind of see like you, you see what you have with Daniel Jones and then go from there. You got to get him some help on the receivers, though. Yep. It's fucking atrocious. Yep. It's going to be hard to find because there's not that many receivers on the market this year. So I think, now this is going back to the WWE aspect of it, and I don't know if I said this on air or off. Before I was into sports, I was into WWE. So sometimes I like dramatic shit that just makes sense, and it's cool to look at and all that. I don't know his health status, but bringing back Odell might be a good option for the Giants. He's not going to be pricey, but if Odell can come in and play, no matter how you feel about him as a person, he's a gamer. He's passionate. When he's actually in the position to succeed, he fucking performs. You sign him. Maybe you get Jarvis Landry, pair them two back up again. Jarvis Landry is a free agent with the, with the Saints. I doubt he goes back there. Don't bet. I I don't want them to invest too much into receiver because you still have to see what you have with their quarterback. But you need to get good viable options because they literally are like playing the nineteen twenty Giants, where it's like mechanics and firemen out there. Yep, it's fucking terrible. It's probably the worst receiving cast I've maybe seen in my entire life. What do you pay to lure Cincinnati into trading T Higgins? Mm-hmm. T. Higgins is a number one waiting to go. Yes, yes, for sure. Because they're because they're gonna have to like. Are you going to comfortably be able to invest eventually in Burrow, Chase, and Higgins? Yeah, and there's and Boy- I, and Boyd's but, there too. And Boyd, but see, yeah. I think Boyd is like a true number two. two yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but Boyd Higgins is yeah. is a one one yeah. B. Like, yeah, yeah, that's just for sure. But the thing is, you gotta yeah. you gotta understand with that though. At the same time, you're gonna have to give up first round pick draft capital. And you're going to have to give up the money, too, because he's big is going to get paid. And like I said. But the Giants year, have the money. Everybody restructures this time of the year, too. This is yeah. when. And there's a lot of. Like, we can we can look at what the cap is right now. But unless we look at every contract that's on that roster and see where the dead cap hits are, which are the ones that are always going to be the casualties, mm-hmm. you know, they can make that happen. This is one of those teams that I would think that T. Higgins makes a lot of sense. He does. It just, is he good enough to do that, though? You, you figure the Bengals had. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, and couldn't get a Super Bowl. So what? What am I to believe that? T. But Higgins but it wasn't because of that. No. Also, hold up, Boyd didn't play. He was injured, correct? I don't know about that. Hold up, didn't one well, of them? This, this someone, season. one of one of the three got hurt and wasn't available for the AFC Championship. Chase game. played. I know Chase played. Uh, yeah, was it Boyd then? 
might have been Boyd. I, yeah, I think it, Boyd no, got. I think Boyd got hurt in the game. That's what I'm saying in the game, but it was like early on in the game. I mean, yeah, but this is two years back. I mean, Higgins is definitely a number one, but. Is he that number one if you don't have a solid 2-3 winning? But what we're saying is the Giants are so deficient at that know. position. It's crazy. I think you take a flyer on T. Higgins. Look what I'd rather, I think I'd rather go through the draft and get it. Maybe get a Christian what, Watson like how Green Bay did situation. But see, that's that's like back. not it doesn't happen enough. But look what also you're, look what the, happened to Philly here. They made that trade for AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. And look yes. what it did mm-hmm. for that team as a whole. And I don't think anybody thought AJ Brown was this good. Actually, I knew AJ Brown was this good. You're, you're. I, I've seen, yes. I've seen. Yeah. I, I remember watching AJ Brown and the Titans play against the Chiefs in a regular season game, mm-hmm. and dude was completely out of his mind. That's your secondary team, though. Yeah, the secondary team. I watch sure. them from time for to sure. time for yeah. sure. But, but I think the Eagles. It's, it's a lot different in that situation because the Eagles got like what possible maybe. Maybe two, two, three Hall of Famers on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. They got Jay. I think Jalen Hurts is a way better passer than Daniel Jones. They got Devontae Smith. You're just talk, like I don't. It's a, it's there's, a lot to go with. But that. there's like there's like two two Pro Bowlers, two potential Pro Bowlers on on that Giants offensive line. Andrew Thomas is not talked about enough. Like yeah, you know that's he was mm-hmm. legitimately solid this entire year. And they had invested a first round pick. Or, you know, so they're on a tackle. I'm drawing a blank on his name at the moment, but. It's something that you could really consider looking into. Here, here's where I'm going to go with it. I think that, and this is this is going back with the it's it's a WWE take, but it's not a WWE take <laughs> at the same time. It's definitely within reason. I think you let Daniel Daniel Jones go, and you know New York is the city of stars. You know the the Knicks been looking for a star. The Yankees always have stars, so you know. I think you go get Lamar Jackson. You got Brian Dabble. And you, we know what he can do with quarterbacks. You see Josh Allen with, with Josh Allen with with Dabble, and mm-hmm. without Dabble, it's, it's a little bit different. You see a slight drop. Daniel, like you said, Daniel Jones is kind of closer to a Lamar Jackson type build. But Lamar Jackson with Brian Dabble, if you go get a wide receiver like Odell, and I don't know if you keep Saquon or you let him go and try to bring in somebody like uh, Rashad Penny or Damian Harris, or just go in the draft and get a running back. But I think that Lamar Jackson. In New York would be a great thing for the for New York and just the organization as a whole. I have Lamar going somewhere else, so I can't agree to that. Mm-hmm. I think they should try another year or, or extend extend dimes, maybe a two year, a three year contract with a, with the option for you know Not get out of that too. With the, with the Eagles in that division, the Eagles are gonna kill the Giants every year if they got Daniel Jones at the quarterback. So what you gonna give him a three year deal for for the Eagles to go beat you? Spoiler alert: I got Lamar staying put. Ooh. You got Lamar Sanford? Okay. I, I got him going somewhere I, else. Talk, word on the street is they're like $100 million in difference in, in contract talks. So. Agents, agents put that I, out. People I, put that out to try and <laughs> to try and hike up the numbers. I know, but Lamar don't have an agent. So I'm on to you. I'm on, to you. Agent. I'm on to you, Shafter. All right, so Miles has uh, the Giants. So, so if you move... Lamar to the Giants. You can't have Lamar go anywhere else I, in this I know, exercise. I know. That's, that's, that's the place so I you want have him be. going to the that's Giants. That's the place I want him to be. Okay, so we all have Lamar going three different places. I have Lamar standpoint, yeah. Okay, so you have Lamar going to the Giants, and then because of that, they obviously can't be drafting some of these other, uh, oh, trading no. for some of the other guys. So did you? You said you did like my Odell take. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, Odell, Odell, hundred percent. Even even if, if even if they get they Higgins, did. they could still get Odell. I don't think Odell should go back to New York if they have Daniel Jones there because I don't think he'll he'll. He'll mesh well, but if you could get somebody like a Lamar Jackson, if you could, then then maybe. I'm surprised Odell. you didn't say about Odell on your team. No, I keep him away. We, we're good. We're good. We're good. We, 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 
Go to the draft. All right. It just I, seems like a cowboy. I do like that T. Higgins take. Yeah. So um, let's go on to the commanders. Eight million under the cap. Notable free agents: Taylor Heineke, Devon Payne, and they pick 16th in the first round. What are we doing with your team here? First off, we're cutting Carson Wentz. That's number one. Yeah, There's, for sure, he got to go. Oh yeah, and also that saves like what, like 26, 20. He is no, he's a zero dead cap hit this year. Completely zero dead cap hit. So they can get out of him for absolutely nothing. Um, Payne is the interesting one because Payne actually has a good amount of value. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many people have watched Deron Payne this year. He's played fantastic. Yeah, uh, he's an absolute disruptor. The only problem is for him is he's just like anything else. He's going to get overshadowed at times. I think by Jonathan Allen, who's like he's literally it's a Fletcher Cox of of the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. He is the heart and soul of that defense. Um, I kind of go back and forth. You can extend him. Uh, which, you know, it's going to cost money. Eventually, though, next year, you also have to pay, potentially have to pay Montez Sweat. And the year after, you could potentially be in a position we have to start paying pay, uh, start paying Chase Young if he starts to run into form. It's hard to say now, down year last year, and then the injury, you know, most of this year. So it's hard to say where you're getting out of him. But the number one thing I want the commanders to do is easy. And when I say this, I say it's easy, but then again, it's the Washington commander, so they'll likely do the opposite. Don't do anything stupid. Don't take a swing on Derek Carr. <laughs> Don't try and go get Aaron Rodgers. Are they going to turn into the Colts? <laughs> just replacing them with just, old QBs? Just don't do anything. If you want to re-sign Taylor Heineke, that's fine. He's a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. I've told people before that I see Taylor Heineke as Washington's flutie. I see Taylor Heineke as Washington's flutie. Ride with Sam Howell this year. Yeah. There is talent there. There, it's almost like he had the better parts of each Heineke and Wentz rolled into one, but he needed some molding. And that's where getting somebody like an Eric Bietami comes in. That's where you get where you need that offensive coordinator who can try and push. Because he's seen firsthand what Patrick Mahomes is capable of. And not saying that I have a quarterback that could potentially be Patrick Mahomes, but I am saying last year on the draft boards prior to the season – he was the number one ranked quarterback. He was above everybody else coming uh, coming into the draft season. And all of his pieces, they left. They went to the league. We're talking about Javante Williams. Uh, oh, God, I'm forgetting his name right now. Deami Brown all went from North Carolina to the league. All within the first two or three rounds. Don't do anything stupid. Because we, the worst case scenario, we get a lame duck gear from Rivera this year. And we're trash, and then we're in a good position to pick in a quarterback for next season. And you might, this might be your last year. A lot of sources say with Daniel Snyder as oh, your, as your owner. Year. Yeah, it's, it, I expect it done within the next two, three weeks. Okay. Easy. So then this will be the last year, even though he'll no longer be the owner, he's still, as the team is, that was been his last year. Because yep. you really don't get that until the year following that. Right. I like all that. I just feel like the skins got some good talent on this team that they can, do. that can, Brian Robinson Jr. Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, Jahan Dotson. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Injury. Oh, for sure. What a, what a I route runner. Feel, Those two route runners. Huh. I feel like they can compete now. Don't you dare. Derek Carr. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Go get Derek Carr. Now, here's the thing. He's cut. 
So whatever you're picking Derek Carr up is not for much. You're pretty much getting him. I remember when the Patriots did this with, with Cam Newton. You can get him for a year and see what it is and then go from there. You can't keep doing this. You, you can't. Like, we, we can't keep doing this. It, it makes does, sense. It does, uh, you know, those who uh, repeat it, like those who do not learn from history are doing to repeat it. Mm-hmm. We did this with Carson Wentz already. Take your chance. Derek Carr is not a Carson Wentz, though. I know, but he did have he did have Adams and uh, Josh and and, and Renfro. And it, yeah, and it, it didn't. Also, <laughs> it didn't, it also didn't one thing well. one thing that, that they need they need to address the offensive line and and mm-hmm. uh, Carr is not specifically like a mobile quarterback. Like that's we, true. You know, they need to address the offensive line. So this is where I'm okay with Hal because he is mobile. He's not like he's not. We're not talking like Milk Vic. We're not talking like Lamar, Lamar Jackson mobile. But he's shifty enough to where he knows what he's doing, and he can extend plays. You need that when your offensive line is lackluster. And okay. Derek Carr cannot do that. You're you're actually you're actually selling me here. Yeah. You're selling me on this. I'm a big Sam Howell guy. Okay. You're selling me on this, even though he only eats chicken tenders. I am gonna park Derek Carr here because I don't have him for anywhere else. Mm. I'm assuming you guys have him elsewhere. He can go to CBS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think from from what I from what I've read, like. Carr is the reason that Josh Jacobs kind of like wants out of Oakland. So like with with that whole offensive situation, like they underperformed like mm-hmm. really really bad. True. And like obviously all the blame can't go to one one person. Like that's not how it's they don't like have a good team. coach, and you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah, sure. yep. So I mean, I think it. it I don't think you want to be in a position where you just find yourself replacing quarterbacks and thinking it's going to work. Yep. Like the, the Colts are the blueprint for that. Yep. So, yeah, I agree I, with that. Do you have anything? I also think that they should address corner. Yeah, that could be a draft I mean, position. Yeah, yeah, that's For likely. Sure. A draft I mean, position. every team, every team could get better at the corner position because the wide receivers is getting crazy. They're fast. They're skillful. Yeah. The route running is crazy. So you want as many good quarters as you yeah. can get. Yeah, I, I would say yeah. I would say tackle and corner probably at the top of the boards right now. The only the only way you consider going quarterback, the only way you consider going quarterback in the draft, is if one of the top two or three falls. Now I don't think I don't think Young I don't think Levis and I don't think Stroud neither are falling. And as much as I love Anthony Richardson, great prospect, does not he's 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 a project quarterback. Yeah, he's young, and you cannot put him in a position where your future is uncertain. Because I expect this after new ownership comes in, I expect this to be Rivera's last year. And I love Ron Rivera as a person, as a coach. It's passing by a little bit, mm-hmm. but. You cannot put a young quarterback. It's the same thing that hindered Fields for half the year. What about Hendon Hooker? Fourth, fifth rounder. Mm. Also, he's older too. Like he's he, like he is older he's like Lamar sure. Jackson's age already, and Lamar Jackson's already been MVP. Is, I saw some I saw some things out of him this year. Like he he could he's got he talent could come in. He's got talent, and he's gonna people are gonna sleep on him. He's got talent. So you never know. All right, so let's move on to the next division, the NFC South. We'll start with uh, this is this is a sad division. We got a lot. I have a lot less to say about each of these teams. Yeah, yeah. I knew that the NFC East was gonna take the bulk of our yeah. time. The Buccaneers are fifty-five million dollars over the cap. Notable free agents: Levante David, Jamel Dean. They picked nineteenth. So here's what the Buccaneers do. They do what you say your Redskins did. Your your Commanders don't do anything stupid. So when you look at the when you look at the Buccaneers, I think you just have a fire sale. You went and you signed a bunch of players. Mm-hmm. You drafted players that you know were ended up being really good. Brady went there for a reason. There was talent there. Yeah. 
you re-sign some of this talent hoping that you could win another Super Bowl. But guess what? You're one of the worst franchises in NFL history, and you have more Super Bowls than the Eagles. We Bur- call it we call that failing upwards. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the 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 Brady stint on the Buccaneers that three years is the best stretch that they'll ever had in the history yeah. of their franchise. And, yeah. and yeah, so it's like it was a massive success. Yep. So we mentioned retreads. This actually feels like a good spot for a retread, actually. Like if I'm being honest, this feels like a good spot for a retread. So here's here's what I was gonna I think they're gonna do real quick. There's no shame. And being over the cap, you know, with everything that, so I, I think they should uh, let off some of their big name free agents, veteran pieces, Mike Evans, Ryan Jensen, Vita Vea. The likelihood of you plugging a quarterback into that system and then be successful is probably slim to none. Mm-hmm. Brady wasn't Brady, but he wasn't terrible. He's right. not the reason why that team sucked. Right. Brady still was serviceable. Yep. I don't know what happened to Mike Evans. He, he definitely lost a step. Monsters. What was it? The Monsters. Yeah. That's that's what it looked like. How many times do I have to see this guy dropping a wide open touchdown that he could have walked into the end zone? So I think the one thing with them is they they, they are still a good team. The biggest thing for me is they have a lot of good young talent on this team. You have Chris Godwin, Rashad White, Tristan Wirth, Sean Murphy Bunting, Devin White, and Carlton Davis, all 26 years and under. Tristan Wirth and... and Devin White like that's that's enough for me like to have an anchor on one side of each because mm-hmm. I think I think the world of both of those I love Devin White yeah Devin White's an absolute stud yeah so I think if you kind of just say yo fuck it we're gonna get rid of some of this and then just take a flyer on the air get rid of some of the get under the cap you could like you potentially let go, you let go of Levante David he he's a free agent. Yeah. So I mean, like, do you know? I mean, like, you don't resign him. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not resigning anybody with the He'll, cap that they're he in. He can chase a contender. Le, yeah, Levante David and Jamel Dean, those are Pro Bowlers. I think uh, they're in a weird position, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's there's enough talent there to where you think, okay, they could be competitive, and the division's also bad enough to where they're it's terrible. Yeah, where they could yeah. easily win it, or they could easily be bottom. Yeah. You could. Not you take the least sexy option, which is unfortunately the option that likely gets their coach fired. Todd Bowles, right? Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is going to be going anyway. He did a. I hate to say this about black coaches. He did a terrible fucking job. He doesn't get. He doesn't get. But the, the, we we can get into another time about the whole yeah. black coach leads. There's mm-hmm. a whole there's a whole different conversation. To be Correct. About that. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Wilkes. Yeah. Uh, Steve oh my Division. God. He should have uh, gotten. Idiot. He should have got. We'll Com- get to that. Complete idiot. We'll get That's to the that. Worst, probably the worst move I've seen any team do. In- with coaches this, this we will get to that i promise <laughs> you could tank you could tank that's what i'm saying so here's what i'm saying you get rid of all of these pieces you get underneath the cap if you tank and you get a a good quarterback next year chris godwin rashad white tristan Wirth, sean what that's not a team that a rookie is going to come into that shit nope you tank you get rid of those those pieces that unfortunately they're worth something somewhere else. You get rid of the coach, you come in in 2024 and that is a good spot in a terrible division. That's what I think they should do. Let's get Jameis again. No, boy. That's what I, honestly, so I think they should do like a soft reboot. Yep. Not a full reboot. They have too much good talent there to yep. full reboot. Soft reboot. But if you try and hold on to some of these pieces, 
you're not going to be bad enough. Mm. So that's what I think they should do. Yeah, they definitely. I definitely agree with you on that. They definitely should let their veteran guys go in free agency. I was kind of on the fence about this one. I, I was thinking maybe this could be the destination for a Jimmy G type of player. I forgot about that. Uh, what does that do for, for you? Sure. I know, but it's it's what what is their what are their goals like? He's he's not a he's not a, a winner, but he's not he's not a loser. He he wins. No, he is he a wins. winner. He is a yeah. winner, but he's not a winner. Like yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, you know what I mean? Like he's a I'm good enough to five hundred quarterback to keep your yeah. to keep your good team looking good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm I'm the polish on that. But they're like call. not good enough. Yeah, you know, like it, yeah. They just, they were five hundred with Brady. Yep. That's true, but Brady was older. Like you look at look but at that I, but, last, but he still finished like Cowboys second game. in like Brady, every passing Brady category. Brady was making some terrible throws in that Cowboys game. Like there were some some open receivers. Like I, I don't. It was it was bad. It Brady, was it was starting to look bad. He's forty five, man. He's got I know that's what I'm on. saying. So <laughs> maybe a Jimmy G type of player. Like, Brady's my favorite player of all time in any sport. Oh, the goat for sure. Right. So. I think Tom Brady, for the first time in his life, he had adversity not only in the field in his personal life. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. He was problems. missing. Wasn't he missing like at least one day a week from the practice? Like there, like yeah, there's a yeah. bunch of little things in there that this team could have been going through. I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm just I'm just not problems. hitching my 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 wagon to Jimmy G if I'm not either in desperation, yeah, or I'm like I I feel like that's the only way you get Jimmy G is if you're in desperation you feel like yo Jimmy G can keep us if if I'm a coach and I'm like yo if if I don't get something they're gonna fire my ass that's what's gonna get Jimmy G mm-hmm. so let's move on to the Saints who are in cap hell I have nothing nice to say about that. no <laughs> they're in cap hell sixty I'm million I'm over I'm the cap they don't have any notable free agents but you don't have notable free agents when. You're fucking everybody's making money on your yeah, team. You're in cap hell. You, people are stealing money from you at this point. Yeah. 29th pick. They lost that 10th pick to the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, such a shame. To trade away a player. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was it. Chris Olave is good. Oh yeah. Great. Marshall yeah. Lattimore. Like mm, you, yeah, they, got some they got some uh Cam Jordan there like, you go. like He's like, still is he still alright? Good for him. <laughs> so the first thing they need to do in my opinion is completely start fresh. Fire Mickey Loomis, let the new GM figure this out. This is a bad team. This is a bad situation. This is a bad everything. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's not many teams I can look around the league and say this is just bad from top to bottom. So it's like they're kind of like in a similar situation to the Bucks, but they didn't win a Super Bowl because yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. And they don't have enough of those pieces that the Bucks have that you can trade away that people want. Like Cam Jordan. Yep. Alvin Kamara. Those I was like, going to say, Alvin yeah, Kamara would be somebody that you could look to moving. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because a contender will pay for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, you also have to see what's going to happen with his legal situation. Yes, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, so that, that happened right after the Super Bowl last year. We haven't really heard anything about it to this point, so it may it, obviously it's going to be gone. it's going to be a flag going on, on the okay. trade thing. But I don't know how this how isn't a Watson case. This yeah, is yeah, right, yeah. But it's just like they can't spend money. They don't have a talent pool mm-hmm. big enough to to bring in assets. They're pretty much just fucked. Look, Listen, we I, we can almost keep this short and sweet. You don't have any choice. You're basically going to you're put the paper bags back on because mm-hmm. that's where you're that's where you're gonna be. That's yeah. just how it is. For sure. There's like I have I've, and I was not even kidding when I said I have nothing good to say about this team. Like there's what like a good offensive lineman they drafted last year. That's it. And then Chris Olave. And Chris Olave. So I would I would cherry if possible Cam Jordan, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is gonna be I feel like he's gonna be a cap casualty actually. Yeah. Uh, since he since he signed that contract, he still, since he stole money, 
He just mm, yeah, stole, he stole money. money. Yeah. Because he's basically played, what, like four games in two years? <laughs> mm-hmm. But when he did play, he was, he, he was sensational for Slant them. Like, Slant boy. Slant. You could call it what you want, but nobody else in the league did it. He set records for receptions. Like, Slant. if it was that easy, there'd be a lot of people doing it. Slant boy. No, they've, they've got. Their, co- their coach sucks. They got, they got something in return for, for Peyton. That was their biggest <laughs> trade asset, <laughs> is Sean Payton. Yeah. They should just tank. Yeah. This, they do have some some star players on the, their team though that they could just trade and get assets back for and get draft capital. Yep. They, so they they're definitely in a good position let, to rebuild. Let the let the let the bottom fall out. I honestly think they they're probably my early pick for worst team in the league next year. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Ooh. I think that's a, I think it's a real legitimate case. That defense is too well, because, solid. No, but do you think that they're going to bring back either Dalton or or um Jameis? The only thing that keeps them competitive is the fact that they play in yeah, potentially the, the worst thing. division in football. You got I, the Texans out there. I say, like, there's a lot what's, what's the fucking uh, Swiss Army Knife quarterback gimmick shit that they have? What's oh, his name? Still, yeah. Take, just, just let him run around for, for 17 games and have fun. No. Just, let, just let him. We can move on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you tell me Taysom Hill is, is not a high, is not a, a sizable pick in, in NFL. If he's a starting quarterback for all, you don't think that he's like somebody that you would be like, hey, I'm with that guy on my bench on fantasy, fantasy football. No. That's fantasy, but. No. No. <laughs> no. All right, let's move on to the Panthers. That one-time gimmick now. <laughs> I got nothing good to say about the Panthers after they got rid of my man, Steve Wilkes, who did a phenomenal we job. Stand, we stand with Steve Wilkes <laughs> on this podcast. For sure. But Huge W for the 49ers. But there's a lot of potential there. $7 million over the cap. No notable free agents. Seventh pick. I think, and this is this is my first big swing. David Tepper. Ever since he's become the owner, he wants to swing big. Mm-hmm. He wants to go for the fences. He's always trying to do quick fixes. And this is a good team. Good young team. Surprisingly good team, actually. Yes. It's even that. Yeah. I love DJ Moore. David Tepper. Put on your big boy pants. Capitalize <laughs> on the Texans fucking up the opportunity to have the first pick. Now we're getting somewhere. Trade for the first overall pick. There we go. Go for Bryce Young. There we go. Do it. And I can see Bryce Young actually very much thriving. There. Yes. Uh, I also can see Bryce Young being a great quarterback for uh, for Reich. Uh, my only thing with Bryce Young, he's small. Right, mm-hmm. like we can't like we're pretty much all like Bryce Young size or more here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a small guy, but there is undeniable amounts of talent. I like I've said I've seen people throw like hyperbole around him, say you know, there is Mahomesian talent there. <laughs> I don't know if I'm I'm never willing to make that big of a jump. Yeah, no, no. But the arm talent is real. The mobility he is could real. Turn into a Trey Lance. The like, vi- yeah, the vision is real. He's a much it, more polished yeah. version of Trey Lance. Yeah, like much more polished. And he does not take the big hits. That's the thing. Plus, there's just something about him. He just there's just something so, about yeah. him. So what do they give up for that first pick? They give up the seventh pick. Mm-hmm. Who else do they pick? They probably have to give up their pick next year too. Yep. That's, I would do that. I would do that for Bryce Young. I'd give up my pick. So you're only trading. You're, you're trading up six. If you stay where you're at, you're not getting one of the 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 higher ranked quarterbacks. You could maybe get Levis. Yeah, Levis, I think is going to be the one that falls uh, is going to be the third one taken. Yeah, but you also put yourself at risk of any of those other teams who are like maybe a little bit quarterback starved, looking to jump up just a little bit, mm-hmm. and they could be like, okay, well, we have to get ahead of Carolina. For me, this just makes sense because you have a owner who is very aggressive. Yep. 
He has the balls to do it. Yep. Some teams do not have the balls to do it. Nope. Can you also think of a first overall pick going to a better situation? It's not often that a that a team that is ranked seventh is actually not that bad at seven. No. They got they got better as the year went on, right? Like when they started, oh, so. it was it was ugly. Like mm-hmm. it was ugly. Yeah, their run game was elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would think that's a good overall situation to end up in, just generally speaking. Uh, I think there's a lot to like about Carolina, and it would not be a place where if I was, you know, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, uh, Will Levis, if I ended up there. I would not be upset. I also feel like you're a little bit over the cap, right? You're in a really bad division. You have, I think Frank Reich's a good coach. Oh, yeah. He's solid. Here's my thing with Frank Reich. He had six quarterbacks in five years. Yep. How is any coach supposed to be successful with that model? And in addition to that, like, it's not like they were just ones that he just went for. It was retreads. Like, yeah. it was straight-up retreads. And we're talking we're talking Phillip Rivers in his last year. We're talking the shell of Carson Wentz, um, who has, like, no mobility left and just got really bad at decision-making. We're talking, oh, God, what was the kid's name? They had Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, okay. Which was a flyer because that's when they – he was who they had to plug in real quick because Andrew Luck retired. Right. Which I believe Josh McDaniels knew that shit, and that's why that he was like, oh. I, I'm not – I would believe that, actually. And – um. <laughs> Sam Ellinger, mm-hmm. Stan, who oh and Matt and Matt Ryan, there we go. This there is no there is no surviving that. No, and to be honest, I feel like some of those teams overperformed. And the thing is, like you didn't want to take a chance on trying to go too high for a quarterback that way, because you know you think you're in like compete now mode, and rarely does a rookie quarterback be the one that puts you over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it never happens. Yeah, so I I get why. I don't think because I don't think Ballard is a bad GM. No, I think he's a solid GM. Yep, it's just. Reich was really done. Yep. He's dealt a raw hand. Mm. They they thought they had a Mahomes computer in Andrew Luck because when fucking Andrew Luck played, that's what the fuck he was. I had Andrew Luck as MVP going into that year. Andrew Luck was phenomenal. And they yep. finally got him a line. It, it's just, it was bad timing. Andrew Luck, I was literally at work thinking today, like, he is the biggest what if in my life. Oh, yeah. And in sports history. Mm-hmm. In, my, in my time watching sports. Yep. So, uh, Miles, Eddie, got anything? You said you don't really have anything for the Panthers. You see him with Steve Wilkes. Yeah, Steve Wilkes that was sad. I think you get you get a QB in the draft. Whether or not you trade up for it, I don't know. That's that's a tough. I think two first round picks is a tough, tough price for a, a maybe. Like it's it's just well, because I just I feel like if you trade up right, and let's say CJ, I mean uh, uh, Bryce Young works out, and I and I do think that you have a good coach there. You have a good roster. Your first round next pick, next year might not be that high. It could be like in the late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. I think with the way the Saints are set set up right now, the Falcons are set up right now, the Bucks are set up right now. You could plug a lot of quarterbacks in in Carolina, and they're going to win that division. Yeah. I think they need to address the t- the tight end position. I think the tight end position is very underrated uh, in football. Obviously, look at all the best teams; they have a solid tight end. I would if the Cowboys can't resign Schultz. If I'm the Panthers, I would probably go try to get Schultz. Okay, that that could be a good option. And and tight ends, rookies, that's a marriage. You know that you always. I feel like you always want to have a good tight end for your rookies. So let's move to the last team in the division. We have the Falcons, fifty six million under the cap, no notable free agents. That's because they don't really have anybody. They have the eighth pick. 
So I assume you just go into year two with Desmond Ritter, see what you have. You have. I seen flashes. There was some stuff that I liked, some stuff I didn't like. I feel like they're a couple years away from a bust. With um, what's the tight end? Uh, Kyle, Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, like they I, do not use him. No, nah, he's right. not using right. I don't. No. It's not the system for him. No, this is not. And they got a running court, run first quarterback in, in Mariota. So Arthur Smith is not like super right. tight end coach guy. Okay, and so, also he's the kind of guy you could split out a lot. And just, I it just the, the arms have been so inconsistent. I think we're missing a lot of what Kyle Pitts can do. This is a team that even though they have that much money, I just don't know what to make of them. You make of them that they have some good young talent, right? Mm-hmm. Good young talented running back, drawing a blank on his name at the moment. We'll get to it. Uh Drake London, pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. There is talent with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, right? Like we can agree that there's talent there. Um there is a DB. Nope, nope. That's that's Seattle. Sorry. So here here's my here's what I think they should do. Mm, there we go. Thank you. So here's what I think they should do. Just like with any young quarterback, you can't expect them to succeed when they don't have pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they need to go get pieces. When I say pieces, that doesn't necessarily mean you're getting Hall of Fame bound receivers, tight ends, this and that. You just need gamers, mm-hmm. people who you can plug in and say, yo, this person is good. So I would trade because it doesn't look like it's working out, but I think he has talent. I would trade like a fourth or fifth round pick for Denzel Mims for the Jets. That could be a guy for them. He was a second round talent, just hasn't really worked out. Uh, Alan Lazard is a free is a free agent. Maybe That's a good one. You know, they go go get Alan Lazard. These guys who are gonna, you know, they're gonna die for the ball. They're gonna, you know, go out there, they're gonna play hard. I like them taking Damian Harris. Sign Damian Harris. Damian Harris is a good running back. He just had the misfortune of getting hurt, and then Ramondre Stevens is better than him. But Damian Harris is a good running back. I would use uh some of that money to fix up the defense. I believe they rank 31st. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, he's available. That's probably a good uh, sign there. You can get Robert Quinn, you know, get some edge rushers. You need to get stops so that your quarterback isn't in duels, yep. shootouts. And that's what the Falcons were in a lot this year. They were in a lot of shootouts. They actually did score a lot of points, even when they had Mariota in there. They just can't get a stop. They, they couldn't stop a bloody nose. If I'm, if I'm being – first off, I already told you where I think Lamar is ending up. Right? Mm-hmm. I, Lamar is staying in Baltimore to me. People have floated the the Falcons thing out there. And I think it's a good fit. It and is, yes. I, I think it's a good fit for, like, multiple different reasons. One, honestly, being the fact that they play in a dome, right? Like, that's I think that's an underrated thing that sometimes people take for granted. No, it's, 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 it's the ability it matters, to yes. Uh, granted, the last dome that was just played in, field wasn't taking care of the best. That's completely on the league. That's not on the individual organization as a whole. But this would be an interesting fit for Jackson if they wanted to make a splash. I would really consider it. I still think Jackson's staying in Baltimore. I think they'd be stupid to let him go. But there is some talent at key positions all over Atlanta that mm-hmm. I would consider like looking into expanding more. And you know, you could ride with Ritter for the year. I mean, he was a, what, third, second or third round pick? That mm-hmm. they, so you you're not tied to him. Like you're not married to him forever. Yeah. This is this is not this is not somebody who you have to build your like build your whole future on. Yeah. If you go out next year and Ritter's and Ritter's bad, yeah. putting him on the bench is not a problem. Just like the same thing I said about Sam Howell. You can ride with Sam Howell for this year. If he's bad, 
you could you could look into the following year's draft. Yeah, they're just they're a young team. They need veterans. They yep. need some veteran leadership in there. And there maybe get somebody there. behind them. Like that's yeah. like get, like I know Mariota's there. I think Mariota can be very uh, very useful in other situations. Um, especially, I don't see his skill set the same as Desmond Ritter's. Didn't he leave the team at the end of the season though? I think so. Maybe they, they sent him home and basically to go be a dad. Yeah. I don't they, know, they, they I love, I love Marcus Mariota too. They they do need to address their offensive line. <clears throat> I think Ritter was sacked like nine, ten times. But yeah, the, I think I, I agree with you. Like you know, try try and, and that's what I think these these teams should do: invest in your your young quarterback, but don't fucking. Go crazy because if that young quarterback doesn't work out, then you invested in him, and these pieces no longer are going to match who you have next. Young quarterbacks, rookies, they used to have like a four, maybe like a four or five year leash. And Daniel Jones is the exception yeah. to this right now because he still has that four or five year mm-hmm. leash. Now, That's because his coaches in the beginning were terrible. Yeah. Now you get basically two years. Yeah. Like you get two years, and part of that is Mahomes' fault. And Joe Burrow. <laughs> and Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow. And, and, and Herbert. Justin Herbert. Yeah. And you have all these dudes Herbert coming came up. into a crazy situation. There's not many quarterbacks that get. But it's just it's just when you watch Herbert them and you're like, hold up, this guy's in his third year. You get these yeah. like you know we were we could have been one year away from not getting Josh Allen where he is right now. Can you think mm-hmm. about that? Like yeah. think about where we're at. We're in the league right now, mm-hmm. and you know Josh Allen is a top figure in the league. Mm-hmm. We were one more season of Josh Allen not getting a shot, uh, not doing it well. To Josh Allen being a backup somewhere. That's, yeah, that's true. And they could have gone somewhere else. It's crazy to think that Josh Allen was drafted in the same draft as Baker Mayfield and <laughs> Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold and Josh Rosen. Crazy. Crazy. Love you, Josh Rosen. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the NFC West. Start with the 49ers. Poor 49ers. Oh, man. They need new team doctors. Positions <laughs> like whatever it is, this team like the last five years when it comes to injuries. Doctor Phil's about to be a free agent. Yeah, they they need something, man. Different doctor, but he's still Doctor Sebi. You need to walk up in there, and start Oz passing out might seeds. Be available. Uh, Eight million dollars under the cap, which I was surprised by. I thought they would be definitely over. Mm. Notable free agents: Jimmy Garoppolo. No first round draft pick. They traded that away for Lance. Uh, it's safe to say Jimmy G's out of there. Yeah, Jimmy G's gone. Jimmy G's gone. gone. Jimmy G's it's gone. Like, it, he might as well not even be mentioned as a free yeah. agent. He's, he's going. So this is where I had Brady going if he didn't retire. You know, I felt like people were saying like, oh, you know, this and that about Brady. And I was like, Brady could go there in his last year, just, you know, be on his hometown team. And he could start his career how he ended it. Uh, he could end his career how he started his career. Dink and dunk. You know, you just you utilize the tools that they have. It would kind of just be Brady going back to what he was doing in New England earlier in his career. Uh, but that's not an option. They would give him George Kittle, man. They would have loved that. Yeah, seriously. I, I just felt like it would have been – that's the WWE part of it again. Tom Brady going home to end it all. Really good team. If that team had Tom Brady this year, they may be in the Super Bowl. And I'm not even exaggerating when I say that. Like, if you're telling me they, they did what they did with Jimmy G and Brock Purdy, who Brock Purdy looked good, but I'm just like, is Shanahan just that fucking good, man? Like Shanahan just might be that fucking good, so honestly, it sucks for them. What they have to do, which is they just have to go into the season and have a quarterback contest. Yep. And it's crazy you never thought that Brock Purdy and Trey Lance would be fighting for the first for the starting position there, but that's what they're gonna have to do. Yeah, I think they should. Um, a guy that I think that they should probably look into is their backup, Taylor Heineke. I feel like would be good in their system. Like that could just be a backup there. 
see if he has anything that's serviceable. He's a gamer. You know, he can move around. Why are you trying to take joy from me, man? <laughs> just like, why? Hey, you want to roll with Sam Howe, and I don't think Taylor Heineke should just have to stand see, there. Taylor Heineke, he was sleeping on a couch, all right? He can, he can stay in D.C. a little bit longer. Listen, I think... A little bit of the green lizard, you know what I mean? I think that Heineke wants to add to his Jordan's collection, and he has a chance to do that if he goes play somewhere else. Well, I got news for you. Ain't going to be here. This ain't. <laughs> this is not a spot for him. And reason why is because they're going to run into the, they're going to go into this coming season with these two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was just thinking Heineke is like a backup. Well, see, you don't carry three on the roster on game days anymore, though. Well, they probably should. They probably should. <laughs> yeah, you, they you, should. If, if there's any team yes. we could advocate that for this, <laughs> yeah. it's this one, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but man, it is hard to say, right? Like, it was with Purdy, was it was it fool's gold? Was it lightning in a bottle? Mm-hmm. Were they were they just rounding into form at the right time? Because I saw Purdy make some throws uh, that I did not think Purdy would be making. They were good. Some of so them, they, yeah. But then once, once he, that pressure hit on him, you could see it in Dallas, too. But no, here's Dallas, the thing. This is actually what game. impressed me about the Dallas game, the halftime adjustment. Yep. How he looked in the second half. Bad in the first half. But terrific in the second half. Changing the scheme. But there has to be something that also goes into the mechanics. Like the he's he's not throwing the ball the same. Thing that works against Brock Party right now is the fact that he is hurt, and this is not like an easy, just simple injury, right? Like, and it's on his throwing arm. Yeah, it's true. But you gotta understand. At the same time, yes, Purdy did an amazing for the last pick in the NFL draft came in. The man has got George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk out there. It's not like defenses. Can just key on him, and like, also, you know what I mean? It's, also, for, <laughs> for for what it's worth, he also plays with, in my opinion, the second or first best player in the league, and that's Trent Williams. First, he's up. He's look. People people will take for granted because every because it's a quarterback thing, right? Like quarterbacks mm-hmm. get the get the I shine. I'm not Trent saying, Williams who's is taking, who's taking Trent Williams hold on, over Patrick Mahomes? Hold on. I'm saying what I'm saying here. He's saying talent wise. Talent wise, as far as what it's like how people for years were saying, yo, Patrick Mahomes is great, but he's not Aaron Donald. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's that argument. He's he's that he's that type of good. And Washington trade him for a fourth rounder. Anyway. Um <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I, I still think the first off, you have to explore at least what you have with Lance. Like you just have to see if there's something there. You can't really get any value for him right now. Not at all. Even though, truth be told, a lot of teams, if they really wanted to, I would look into trading for him. But his value is so low that like what that, is he a, a th- that San Francisco needs uh, that San Francisco needs to either prove themselves right yeah. or prove themselves wrong. Because like, what is he a late let, second? They cannot let another team pick him up and then find out like oh there was something there the entire mm-hmm. time. You can't allow that to happen. So you run. So you roll in. To this coming season, you have an open competition. Mm-hmm. I honestly fully expect them to probably give Trey Lance this, uh, give uh, give him a shot, unless Purdy really outperforms him yeah. in camp and workouts and preseason. But it's really anybody's guess. Or who's and it's there. crazy too because they're both coming off of injuries that are That's going true. to have an impact on the way they play. Yep, because mm-hmm. Lance is mobile. That's his thing, right? Like, so I think they're both going to go into this off season and. They're just gonna have a, a QB battle, but yeah. I, I think if if I was if I was in charge of the 49ers, what I would do, and this is kind of playing into the drama aspect at the same time, I would trade for Justin Fields. 
I love Justin the Bears, Fields. But the Bears are not going to trade for Justin yeah. Fields. There's rumors out there that Justin, Justin Fields, Fields is going to be traded. If Justin Fields is going to get moved, it's going to be Fields, because it's going to be because they are like sold on Bryce Young or somebody like that. I know, but you can. We'll talk about. Yeah, that. that's another thing too. A, if you, you yeah. get a, a, a Purdy who's who's kind of proven and draft capital no. uh, from the from the Forty ers then maybe you can work. Something. I think that. But I think just there's a there's a likelihood that that Justin Fields is going to get traded. Now it would be for one of the other quarterback, younger quarterbacks, because yeah. they know Justin Fields is going to have to get that bag soon. He's here's the thing. That bag. You, so they want to If you're trading Justin Fields, Justin Fields still would be traded for a first round pick. Yeah. The 49ers don't have that. When is their next first round pick? Actually, I think they're div- I think they diminished a bit because of McCaffrey. Oh yeah, they oh, traded yeah. for McCaffrey. Yeah, they they they, they traded what three for Lance, they're, two for Lance. Yes, yeah, two for Lance. They're they're basically kicking they're basically kicking shit down the road. Like they they're doing the Rams kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah. in a way. Except for they've been unlucky at quarterback. Right. They've actually been at better talent and better coached. Right. Just that very very important position yep. in all of sports. Yep. Seahawks, $31 million under the cap. Notable free agents, Geno, Rashad Penny. They have the 5th and 20th pick from fleecing the Denver Broncos <laughs> and probably one of the most lopsided trades I've ever seen in my entire and life. I thought it was the complete other way. I think that, uh, that the U.S. merchant for death, Brittany Griner, was less lopsided than this one. <laughs> Here's what I propose they do. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> Resign Geno to a pretty good deal. I, I say three year, fifty million, and use a fifth pick in the draft to draft Anthony Richardson. Too high. Too high. Too high. Way too high. Okay. Project also, and you know Carroll's older, so that's harder. I'm surprised he's still there to be honest. Yeah, well, he's older, and that's the problem. Like it's harder. Uh, I'm not saying this team is like ready to compete. They're fun to watch. First off, like fun to watch. surprisingly fun to watch. Down the down the down the stretch, you started to see, okay, and, oh, this is what they are. They're not that good. And off the side here, I want to give a good round of applause to Gino because, like, yeah, oh, yeah, he deserves sure. it. For it's sure. it, for, for sure. me. It's not even for me. It has less to do with his ability and has more to do with his mental. Oh my god, yes. Can you like? I want you like. I want to take everybody back here. Gino Smith was a touted potential first round pick. West uh, out of West Virginia. It was a slit the third. It was a weak quarterback draft. Uh, EJ Manuel, I think, was the first quarterback taken. He went to the Bills. He's <laughs> god awful. God awful, right? Hot, hot garbage. Um, goes to the Jets. Nothing. I think he plays backup in the Giants for a while. Yeah. Still yeah. nothing. For a while there, Gino was kind of like the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. Like for he years. He was back up to a bad Eli. Yeah. Like, it, it was. It was bad. And. And then he was. Then he came over to. Uh, and then eventually he ends up in Seattle. Plays backup to Russ. Um, like this is a good story. Yeah, they this they is, trade this, they trade him. They trade for uh, they trade Russ and then Locks in a deal. And Locks like perceived that he's going to be the starter. Lock was, and I think he got like it was like he had the flu or something like that in the in the preseason. That stopped him from going into a game. So Gino started. He just never let the job go. Yeah. I resigned Gino. Yeah. They got great running back. Yeah. Kenneth Walker is stunned. Yeah, he's, he's a beast. He's a beast. Uh, I also have, um, you know, working with defensive tackle. They were last in the league, 30th in the league in rush they defense. They also drafted a 
couple of elite players. Like just they had a good draft, really good draft really good last draft. year. They got Tariq Woolen late. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they got a great lineman out of it all. So there's so much to like about them. So do you think maybe they could move back and draft uh, Anthony Richardson? Oh, probably if they wanted to. Well, would you would you recommend them drafting a quarterback? No. Okay, so just roll with Gino. Roll with Gino. Okay. Because because until the hands see the thing is you're, you're gonna pay Gino, but you're not gonna pay him like like game breaking. That's what I said. Do you think three years, fifty millions of fair? It's fair. Yeah, a little bit. It's like seventeen and a half almost over. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. I think it's gonna come down to is is Gino a team friendly deal type of person or is he more? Well, that's the, he can't he can't really command anything over. He's not gonna get twenty million a year. Gino yeah. deserves to get his bag for whatever whatever his bag whatever his be. bag is right. He deserves to get his back. I, all the all just, the love. To I'm just not sold on him being a Super Bowl caliber. Well, he's not. See, the thing now, is, like, I mean? in, in like, the so, league, so in what the are league, you doing you, as as for the Seahawks? Are you just trying to keep your your uh, good players along until you find that that guy? Because you got to figure uh, DK recently DK, paid. Yeah, recently paid. He's recently paid. He's got no leverage right now. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think they're win. They definitely have talent on their team. Their, their running back is young. You want to win while your running back's on the rookie deal. So before you have to pay them, because you they're probably going to depend on the injuries or whatever. Take that out the window. Um, Kenneth Walker looks like he's going to be uh, that that guy. Shout outs to Le'Veon Bell. Cool. So I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not sold on the on the resign. Maybe for a two, I would do a two year deal with Gino, but I would I can't. I can't but if you if you do if you do a three year, that's essentially in the yeah, NFL. It's, that's two. It's two. Yeah. I also have Javon. I also have them signing Javon Hargrave for their defensive line. Okay. Like, nice little solid That's piece. Good, yeah. How long has Tyler Lockett got left? Uh, I don't know. He's he's getting older, and, and for what he does as a receiver, it's gonna. I don't know why I've always looked at Tyler Lockett like he's been a young like a yeah, re- no. young receiver. But he, he right? can play though. He like, can he was, ball. Like he was he's a, a baller. Young, he was a young receiver when like Doug Baldwin was there, yeah. and yeah. that was years he's, ago. He's and I'm like, baller, oh Tyler uh, Tyler Lockett. Oh, he's still young. I think he's a more. I don't know how. To, I think he's a more like. Skillful, I don't know, skillful, like longevity-wise, Deshaun Jackson type of player. Like, I don't know. He's he got the speed. He could go get that deep ball, but like he father time isn't. Better route runner, though. Yeah, he's Ty- sure. Tyler Tyler Lockett is it, you know, he's gonna be a young receiver to me when he's 85. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Alright, so we got the Rams, 14 million over the cap. Oh god. No notable free agents. No first round draft picks. <laughs> Uh yeah right so uh over the next two seasons they're in cap hell mm-hmm. uh the Rams really have no choice but to be sellers at this point yep. uh they have to try and find cheaper cheaper talent in both draft and free agency to replace some of these guys uh they don't have a first round pick this year so they have to just you know really work in the later rounds I think they should change Jalen Ramsey. I think that's a big discussion right now, right? Like, it's like, and I think it's a good discussion to have. And it's not like Jalen Ramsey's bad. I don't think he's as good as he used to be. No, I mean, obviously, because that happens. I mean, cornerback is a hard position to mm-hmm. maintain playing for an extended amount of time, and he's done it well for so long. Mm-hmm. But he would also benefit from a change of scenery. Um, I think a lot of being in LA put a lot of focus on Jalen Ramsey because mm-hmm. he is kind of loud. You know, that is the kind of thing that he is. Um, I would really really look into trading him and this is going to be a weird one because it's not going to be one that's going to be talked about too much uh and obviously there's going to be restructuring done there's going to be moves made Mm -hmm. 
it's going to be really odd. I think you should really try and make it so Baker Mayfield stays around. I, I know. Does that mean getting rid of Stafford? No, 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 no. Because no. I don't think they can afford to get rid of Stafford so easily. It, it would cost them too much money to do so. Right. Yeah. Uh, after the extension, um, keeping Baker around as your backup, I think there's enough of the skill set between the two to where it's so similar mm-hmm. to where your offense shouldn't have a drop off. And let's not let's not undersell something. They got decimated with injuries last year. They did. Yeah. Like they got completely destroyed. But Cooper Cup got hurt, right? Matthew Stafford, uh, got, Stafford hurt. got hurt. And I, and I mean, Stafford was hurt going into the season. I was going to say, I don't think Stafford was right going into the year. I think Stafford being out for the season was the best thing that could have happened for his career because I think we forgot, even though there's been times where Stafford's thrown picks, um, there we forgot how we forget how good Stafford can be. Mm-hmm. And I've long said this, and I, I said this on other podcasts, and I stand by this. I think Stafford's a Hall of Famer. Um, I don't agree, but we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. Um, I'm agreeing with the Hall of Fame. I think he's, he's going to the Hall. Of Fame. Yeah, they need a, you know, and this you have some real like really random questions, don't you? Like Aaron Donald uh, retiring talk comes up every year. I don't think this is going to be the year of it. I like either, but it comes up every year, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Here's here's my hot take. Uh, in my lifetime, Aaron Donald's the best defensive player I've ever seen. Oh. In yeah, my lifetime. It, it's triple it's, teamed off the line. Like yeah, he's it's, like it's what him. Like, people talk about uh, LT it, being like it's it's Don. him. It's Dion. You know, the, Ed Reed. Those are the types of players I look to. Yeah, I would say in the last fifteen years, the only player that I can put on his level is is JJ Watt. Not even, and, and I wouldn't even no Ray Lewis. Mm-mm. Last ten years. Oh, last ten years. I yeah, meant, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not. I would not put JJ Watt even in the same conversation as Aaron Donald. I just think that that one year JJ Watt. Now why? Because of longevity, or look, you think one thing about Aaron Donald is he does this at defensive tackle, and he's mm-hmm. getting sacks up true. as defense tackle. And not only that, going into his draft profiling, he was undersized. Mm. He's still he's kind strong. of undersized, but he's powerful. He's he looks like a, a mini lot Hercules, though. The strength in there, yeah, incredible hook. Yeah, so they pretty much just have they just have to. They gotta sell. Yeah, buy sell. Uh, last one in this division. Fourteen million on the cap, no notable free agents. Third, third pick overall, the Cardinals. So the Cardinals, they got Jonathan Gannon. He was OC. Thank you. They'll seek to improve Arizona's twenty-fifth uh, ranked defense. I think a lot of times you see this people, they're uh, a coordinator. They leave to a team and they start bringing guys with them. Yep. So I I could see them taking James Bradbury and Brandon Graham over there. I could see Bradbury actually a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I think what they need to do, the number one thing they need to do is simplify the offense. Yeah. yeah. Trade D-Hop. Yeah. Hopkins is going to get traded. Trade D-Hop. Yeah. Yeah. While D-hop. he still has some sense of value. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he's still a great receiver. Don't, D-Hop is D-Hop every day. Yeah. His cat, man, he don't drop balls. Now, he, the catch he, radius is still a, there. Yeah. Uh, you know. Is he more maybe of a number two now? No, I can't. No, I still, still can't do one. that. Maybe on, a, I don't know, if, if you pair him with, like, obviously, there's, like, greater young receivers. Right. But I still think he he's still the number one on the like team. Okay, well, like a high two. two. I could say a high yeah. two, even. One B. Okay, one all right. B. That's fair. T. Higgins. One B. Uh, <laughs> yeah, closer to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So, I, I think they should uh, simplify the offense. Kyler should never have a lot on his shoulders because, one, he's actually not that good. B, he's not that person. He's not that person. Like, he is not that guy. We talked about. He is an Aaron Rodgers, 
but you're not Aaron Rodgers, bro. <laughs> like you have Aaron Rodgers type personality issues, and you're not Aaron Rodgers. We we talked about um, Bryce Young being small. Man, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is small. There's a reason why he's always hurt at the end of the year. Well, I mean, it almost like the, it almost requires it, bro. Like he's almost got to sacrifice himself. Like that's really what it comes down to. Is he does kind of have to sacrifice himself, and I think the talent with Kyrie Murray is undeniable. And, and let me say, let me let me walk that back by this. The talent is there. He just doesn't have it all between the ears, in his chest, mm-hmm. and it's just like I, I just feel like there's some there's there's the intangibles that he doesn't have. I think it's the, the player coach relationship was kind of weird. Too. Yeah, that like there, I think there was, was a lot of things going on there. Yeah. Like he got to mature in a way. And he needs, I don't know who his QB coach is, but, like, they need to bring in somebody who's, like, known. I think I thought so Cliff like, Kingsbury was trash, too. Yeah. Just trash. Yeah, it just, it just, just wasn't there. The relationship wasn't there. Uh, he just, he, he, he can, after he matures in this league for a little bit, because the talent is definitely there. Yeah. He, he can run. He can he can pass. It's just he, he got to get the right mentality for the game and stuff like that. Failing upwards. That's what Cliff yeah. Kingsbury did. So here's what I got them doing. <laughs> I got them doing actually a lot. You trade D-Hop. Signed DJ Shark. Good <laughs> forgot solid. He, forgot yeah. he existed. Good solid. Good solid receiver. Dalton Schultz. That's where I have him going. Miles Sanders. Interesting. Bring Miles Sanders over. Like I said, you always have these. When they, when a coach leaves, they like to bring their guys with them. Also, by the way, if they don't move back from their draft position, Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, whichever one falls to him. But they're are these also, offensive linemen? They're no, they're defensive linemen. Uh, okay. Jalen Carr's D tackle uh, from Georgia, who I've watched a couple of Georgia games this year. He he looks like a fucking nightmare. Because I think they also need to do something with their line, like like Jordan like Jordan Davis, um, who Philly got big. Like Jordan Davis, fantastic looking. Like looks like a quintessential like nose tackle. Jalen Carter is I feel like yeah. as big, but it's just something. There's something straight up game wrecker, and I, and I've seen it a few times. Jalen Carter against uh, Tennessee this year. He's projected number three. He's yeah, projected number that seems three. about right. Yeah. Um, if they stay in that spot, whether it be Willie Anderson or Jalen Carter, perfect fit. I actually feel like if they make some of these adjustments, also getting rid of D-Hop, that's $20 million off the books. Depending on how that trade contract uh, right. goes. Number one should be simplifying the offense. Number two should be protecting Kyler Murray. Yeah. Because these guys always getting hurt. They could win this division. They could. They could win this division, I think. It's, a, it's an open division. I mean, we, we can all agree that I think San Francisco would be the team as the class. Mm-hmm. But with their injuries at quarterback going into the year. I mean, here we are talking about Arizona, though. Because they also have an injury going in. But at least when it comes to Arizona, I kind of know what I'll get with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure if what I saw from Brock Purdy is what I'm going to get. Right. And I have no idea what Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. The only thing that works for the Niners in that favor is their mm-hmm. defense is smothering. Yeah. The Niners quarterback situation is really what's going to that, 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 dictate yep. this division. That if, makes, if, they, if Purdy comes back healthy and what we just saw Purdy do, then nobody else has a chance. Yeah. But if, if he's not healthy and Lance doesn't pan out to be what – Everybody thinks he was going to be coming out of the draft. Right. Then it becomes then it's a conversation. Right. All right. Last division in the NFC, we got the Vikings in the NFC North. Twenty three million over the cap space. 
Notable free agents, Patrick Peterson. They got the 23rd pick. So the offseason for the Vikings, the, the two biggest things is, is extending two of their most important players. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Jeff, Justin Jefferson's getting the bag. Yeah. You, you, there's not even a debate there. He deserves it. He might as well give him a blank check. Might as well. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> I feel like what you have to do at this point, you you restructure him. If he doesn't want to restructure, then you then he got to go. He actually gets a gritty into the bank. I'm sorry, what? He, uh, Justin Jefferson's actually the gritty into. The oh bank. yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Kirk Cousins, you got to restructure him. You have to restructure him, and if he and if he doesn't want to restructure, then he got to go. One more, one or two more years out of him. I feel like that's what you're gonna get out of him. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is what you what he is. I, he's a plat, He's he's gonna he's at a plateau now. Like, yep. it, he's not gonna get no better than what Kirk Cousins is. Is, is you know like a B minus quarterback. That's fine. Like yeah. it's it's serviceable. Yeah. But it does not get you to the cha- the conference championships. It definitely doesn't get you to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk Cousins is he, unless you got a crazy defense. Unless you have a crazy defense. Which Kirk Cousins is no. The a, defense was I believe was last was last in the league. That's that's one of the reasons. Uh, uh, Flores Flores he's a, he went to be their coordinator this year. See, that's my thing. Like, a lot of people were shitting on the Vikings, admittedly so. Yep. But a lot of the reason why they had to have these close games is because they had to be in shootouts. Yep. And they have times. Like, you can look at them, and they can keep up with anybody. Like, with the exception of that Monday night game against uh, Philly, which was early in the year. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I want to qualify Dallas, this. They got, they got. Oh, they got. I, I want to qualify this. Winning... In a primetime game on the road, especially in a place like Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you may as well be fighting against God himself. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody can beat Taylor Heineke, but <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. Um, but they can. I, you know, I watched them go up to Buffalo and they gave them hell. And we also can't. I feel like two things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is not what people want him to be. But this guy also engineered how many comeback wins this year? Yep. Like there has to do things can be true at the same but time. But then you have to play while you're getting into the position. But I also think that for this year watching, cause I watched a lot of Vikings this year. Yep. Their defense was that bad. Yep. And so it's like a lot of these, they would not have had this many close games against teams that, the Bears, you know, like there, there's teams that they should not have been in close games. The 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 the, the Colts game. The fact that they are falling behind partially is because these teams are coming out and they're just scoring at will on their defense. Right. And if their offense isn't clicking from the jump, right, mm-hmm. then they're gonna have to play catch up. Yep. And then in most of these games, they did. And I don't think that you do, you you can't say that a quarterback's not talented if he has that many comeback wins. In a season, right? But when it matters most, he don't show up. Sometimes he sometimes he don't show up to games though. He he to me he's like I mean I feel like I, I think he's like a Dak Prescott to me. He is he is, and that's what I'm saying. You can you can if you have the right management, you can win Super Bowls with those quarterbacks. You can. Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins are top twelve quarterbacks in my opinion. Oh, for sure. I had that, but after what I saw in in uh, San Fran this year. I mean, before that, I had Dak in the top ten. I had him in between the. I had him between the eight and ten. Now I have him to the ten to twelve. Now, now, but like Dak's height 
Dak's highs is, is up there with the best of them. Dak it can go crazy, or Dak his base his floor is like terribly low. So it's I mean, a wide variance. It, it's just I don't know. It, it's just sad with those quarterbacks. You just never know what you're gonna get. But like going into the playoffs and having to go into <clears> like play against really good teams. I can almost guarantee you there's going to be a game where they're not going to show up. They're also, we it, we don't want to, some people don't want to admit this, they're also in a very easy division. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so now while they are under the cap this year, I mean over, next year they're $98 million under, so things get a lot better next year. Mm-hmm. I think they just stay pat. They should probably restructure Thielen. Get, get Marcus Davenport, get some edge rushing, get, get a corner. You know, I don't know if they can afford Marcus Davenport this year. You make it happen. You... Trade who you got to get yeah. off it. They need help on the defense, though. Like, if you want to win anything, why why would you sign? Uh, why would you give uh, Kirk Cousins an extension if you're not going to do nothing on your defense? You're just going to lose. Well, no, that's playoffs. true. That's true. But I'm saying for this year coming up, that's what yeah. they're going to have to do. They def- and like I said, they definitely need to restructure Thielen because he's making way too much for what he's giving at this hate, yeah. at this point. Do you in his trade career. Thielen or do you? Well, he says he wants to stay. Could be a cap casualty. Yeah. Yep. Lions, thirteen million under the cap. Whew. Notable free agents, Jamal Williams. They have the 6th and 18th pick. What do you guys think they should do here? This is a fun team. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about the Lions. I never thought I'd say that in my life. Man, Jamal Williams. Is Ooh, tough. They need DeAndre to sign him. Swift. DeAndre Ooh. Swift. I know. Uh, Panay Sewell coming into his own at tackle. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Great, yeah. There is a lot to like about the Lions. And this Jared is golf. We play. He's he, he, he played we well. We've seen some things out of him this year. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and they also, that trade doesn't look so bad. No, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And they I also, mean, they got a Super Bowl out of it. It worked for both teams. I think. Yeah. And they also have just one of those coaches, just one of them that you want, like you would legitimately want to go to war. For mm-hmm. yeah, you'll run through a wall for him. Yeah. And Dan Campbell, like, there's something, just something about him. I don't know if he's ever going to amount to anything as far as, like, winning anything. I mean, when you're in Detroit, it's not likely. Um, it's tough. But, man, just a guy who... I love the last game of the season. Like, he puts himself all the way out there. I love that they ruined the Packers' chance. Yep. I loved... And then that that play where they pitch back... Mm-hmm. When they did that sweep and they pitched back, I'm like, dude, the balls to do that. Yep. But the thing is, that game meant nothing to them, but it meant everything to them. Yep. That's, ugh. Yeah. Fun team. I'm going to be rooting for them. I think they should definitely bring back Jamal Williams because he's just a fucking, he's a, he's a gamer. I don't think they should pick up a quarterback. Now lean into the run. No, you you no. can lean it like I know it's a pass happy league right now. You can lean into the run if you have guys like Williams and like Swift. Yeah. They need it. They need to do a little more with Swift this year. I think they kind of forsaked him a little bit. Yeah. He was on my fantasy team, so I would know he got hurt early too. Yeah, yeah. so they but they needed to go back to him a little bit. And uh, Saint Brown is amazing. They have the 16th pick. Uh, I think they could you know work on their pass defense a little bit. I thought maybe. Picking up Patrick Peterson might be good for them. It's hard to see where Patrick Peterson fits anymore, right? Like, he's yeah. getting up there. Just just get him in there. You know, what, what puts them over the top, though? What's going to be the thing to put them over the top? You think it's just experience? It's got to be on the de- adding a piece. I, I think like, it has to be on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, for sure. It has because I think they're pretty good on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. That's another one of those spots where if you're lucky enough to what? have like a Jalen Carter or a, yeah. or a um, 
Will Anderson falls well, they get, to you? They're getting Jameson Williams back too. Like he's he was hurt. that's a good he one. Hurt. He's getting. I, he's I completely forgot too. about yeah. Jason uh, he, Jameson Williams. Yeah, Alabama. He was the man. Yep. He was the man for sure. He's one of those so, utility receivers. Yeah. So we'll see what he pans out. To those be. two with with St. Brown and Williams. That's that's a good young pair to look into. And I don't think Goff is going to be anything special anymore. I mean, I think he's serviceable, right? Like I think, yeah. Like I would if you would if you would have thrown Jared Goff on to Washington this past year instead of Carson Wentz, I think it's a better team. If you would have thrown Jared Goff on any on a lot yeah, of different situations, I was just, but if you put but if you put Jared if you put Jared Goff on a lot of other teams, yeah, I think they actually look a lot better. And I think I think Goff started to kind of settle into what he is. Mm-hmm. You think he's what Carr used to be? I don't know about that. Maybe. Maybe. I, I still think look, I still I still think there's something in Jared Goff. This his his big season in, in um St. Louis, I've seen I, I'm not gonna be willing to give Sean McVay all of that credit. That's not all Sean McVay. I remember a game where he outdoed Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that that Mexico City game. It was mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Is it long term something there? Maybe not. But is it serviceable? Yeah, you could win with that. So let's go to a team that has probably never been in this position in my entire life. Everybody turn the lights out. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. Yep. $16 million over the cap. They only have like one notable free agent, and that's Alan Lazard. They have the 15th pick in this year's draft. What do they do? Speaking of leaning into the run, like that's a team that should lean into the run more. You're starting to see um, – Rodgers' age. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. I mean, he's going to be 38, 39, mm-hmm. something like that. Been in the league a long time. Still has all the arm talent in the world. He was hurt a lot last, uh, this past year. Um, probably not one of those things that just gets talked about enough, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it, we're looking at probably the end of it there. I think we're looking at the end of it there, but I'm not willing to commit to it yet. I think they should trade Aaron Rodgers. I think they should. And I think it for me it has less to do with talent and has more to just like I'm tired of this shit. Temperamentally speaking though, I could easily see if they were to go about saying, "Hey Aaron, we're going to trade you and this is where you're going." I could Aaron see easily see Aaron Rodgers being that guy who says, "Then I'm not playing anymore." The, let's be let's be clear. The Packers as an organization overall, mm-hmm. they pretty much failed him. Like they have, I know he got that big contract. I know that, but I want you to look at what he's had to go with before. Jordan My, Love pick, but exactly, the Jordan Love pick stands out number one. Uh, Mike McCarthy as his head coach, like Aaron Rodgers was that good in spite of Mike McCarthy, not because of him, but in spite of him. And then you just kind of look into last year was a little was a weird one where you know you figure okay. Adams and Rodgers both going to resign. They're going to be together. Didn't work out that way. They could have made both work, but the organization as a whole has kind of failed him. He should. He. I feel like he should have gotten a lot more. I always feel has. like since the Packers are, they're the legacy. They're the legacy Jeez. team of the NFL, right? Yep. They get away with a lot of dumb shit that they do. Yep, because it's Lambo. Right, it's NFL films. The 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 the, fa- the fans are part of the ownership. You yep. know, like they have not done a great job. Especially, honestly, I think it's not even talking about on the defensive side of the ball. You know, they 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 have 
had great pieces, but it's like who well, who's coaching that? Right. What what pieces are they bringing in? They they I also feel like they're maybe because they don't have like a definitive owner. Right. They seem to be a franchise that when they do bring in a uh, coach, the coach is like everything. Right. And so when you have an offensive coach like Lafleur, what are we doing on the defensive side of right. the ball? You know, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers that doesn't get talked about has never really had a serviceable defense, right. but he's had a lot of talent on the defensive side that he's played with. Yeah, Alexander is phenomenal. Um, I think they, they really dropped the ball in not paying Adams when he wanted the money, right? Right, exactly when he wanted it. Uh, I think Rodgers is kind of in, in that in that space where like. You, he's he's good and he's like he's your your fan base's guy. Mm-hmm. So like for the for the organization, you don't want to let him go. But like it's like just like for the organization's mental health, you kind of have to. It's I like also, every every year you go into the year thinking is Aaron Rodgers going to stay. There's no way your your franchise quarterback should have that conversation every single year. Yeah, and I also think oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, Josh. I think this is one of the rare exceptions that I've ever seen in sports ever, where I don't think the fans actually care anymore. Yeah, they might be over it. In in addition to that, uh, I think if you move on from Aaron Rodgers and you go into the season with Jordan Love, because you are in the last part of his rookie deal, you do have to find out what you have there. Like you have to know how bad of a mistake was. It was a bad mistake. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. It but was a bad to mistake. be fair, in addition to that, I don't think he would get a fair shake anyway. Like I, I again with Jordan Love, I think there's talent there. I think Jordan Love yeah. in other years would have gone a lot higher because uh, there's a lot of raw talent. There's a big arm there. But he had the unfortunate circumstance of being that pick. Yeah. That pick that could have been that's the Justin Jefferson draft year. Like that could have been Justin Jefferson. You bet could you picture that? Like there would be a there is a world mm-hmm. where instead of Jordan Love, they get Justin Jefferson. I mean, there, there was what, C D, Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. uh Smith, right? Was was DK? DK? No, DK was before that. Okay. Yeah. But it was it was a deep draft and receiver. Oh, Waddle was in that draft. Yeah. Yeah. So like. So. There's a lot of people in that draft. I think they trade him and then just you just bring in like a, a Sam Darnold, Gardner Minshew, Drew Locke, something like that, just to, you know, see what you have with Jordan Love. I mean, all pretty much all the receivers now are, are young. I don't think Randall Cobb stays if if Rogers goes. Like they gotta do or figure out whatever they. Have. Yeah, they just have but what like, uh, they have Watkins, and that's it. Yeah, you got Romeo Dobbs, Christian. Watson, Alan Lazard like, leaving. Alan Lazard probably out the door. Yeah, like, it's just it's just a young receiver. Room. Just rebuild for the first time in my life. Rebuild. I've never seen the Packers in a and situation AJ like this. AJ Dillon actually underperformed last year too. I think I I went into the season thinking AJ Dillon was going to take over the number one spot, but. He kind of didn't, even for like fantasy managers, like he, he underperformed. All right, so the last team in this division and in, in this conference, we got the Bears. They have the most money to spend on the cap, $94 million. Yeah. Notable free agent, David Montgomery. They have the first overall pick. What should the Bears do? I say they trade out of that first. First and foremost, you trade that first pick. Yeah, you got to move back. You don't the, need it. Your your value is there. You can you could get one of those you big get defense. Will yeah, you could get, get you could get one of those big players. Like you could get one of them. But I think there's so many holes on that team. Just generally speaking, I think it's so many holes. Say, I think it's best for you to go back. And you want to shore up that offensive line. You need receiver help. It's not really a top flight receiver this year that you want to go to. They made the trade for Chase Claypool <laughs> uh, this past year. 
trade back, get your uh, you know get your picks. You will you can hold like you can grab the Colts by the throat here, because the Colts would be the team that if if I were thinking about it, that would be the team that I would say okay I want to jump ahead, because Houston gave you this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Houston gifted you yeah the chance to get ahead of them. Lovey Smith said fuck y'all y'all not gonna resign me Double suck my dick out yeah. Y'all brought me in just to fire trade me. me uh, trade me, uh, trade back, get your picks, mm. you know, let Indy come up and steal that selection right out from under Houston and move on. Like, I just mean, build around the fields because there is undeniable talent there again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen him take over games. You've seen him what he's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. The problem is I watched it took him, so long to get here. I watched yeah. him on Monday Night Football against my Patriots, and I was wowed. And then two games later, I believe he was injured and really didn't play for the rest of the yep. season. He, they need help. Here is my goal if I am the Bears GM. I'm building the fastest team in the league. Yep. I'm going all speed. I'm training for Brandon Cooks because he wants out. Train for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is still really fucking good, and he's fast as hell. I'm signing Kareem Hunt. He's a free agent. Yeah, that's somebody who's going to get something. You know, sign Kareem Hunt. Uh, get Orlando Brown from the Chiefs. You don't. You don't think they're gonna. You think they're gonna resign him? I think they're gonna resign. You, you don't let it go. You don't let that. You don't it's let gonna be steep. I don't know if they can afford to sign him. And now this guy has a ring. Go back, Chase. I'm just focusing on making us be the fastest team in the league. And like you said, I would drop down, get one of those edge rushers you were talking about. Mm. I just want speed on both sides of the ball. I'm a young team. I'm building the sun, the, the 2000 Suns in the NFL. Mm. That's what I want because I feel like Justin Fields can be that. Just go out there and have fun. The Bears have never had a quarterback in my lifetime or probably ever no, that you can have. that you can build a system around. I'm not saying that Justin Fields is the best quarterback they've ever had. They've never had a quarterback that you build a system around. They finally have one. Go out there and do something well, they with it. They traded away Rokon Smith Obviously, Robert Quinn's illegal, so like they, their defense is kind of weak. So well, that's they, they wanted this. They wanted to have ninety-four million dollars under the cap. Yeah, so I mean, you obviously that's that's probably going to be their number one target outside of getting a receiver for uh, Fields needs a receiver for sure. Now, who, who that may be? Maybe you go after a, a guy like. Um, do you like Brandon Cooks? Mike, I, I like that. Maybe I may be more in favor of of a target. So maybe like Mike Evans. Or something like that, a big target for Fields. I just don't know if he has it. If we're talking about speed, I think he slows you down. This is another T. Hickens spot. This obviously, yeah, this is T. This and this is one that they have the draft capital that Mm -hmm. they can work with. They have the cap space Mm -hmm. they can work with. They don't have to pay their quarterback right now. Um, You know, you can honestly, and if and you can see still what he has. I think there's a good amount with Fields. I'm not worried about that. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of potential there, but. You can you can be a little crafty here. This is a good spot uh, if you wanted to make that move. Yeah, so uh, that's it for the NFC part. Take a quick break and then hop into the AFC. And we actually do not have enough time. Unfortunately, my guest had to go. That ran a lot longer than we thought it would. So we only got to the first half with the NFC. As I said at the top of this pod, it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack when you're talking about sports. So maybe I'll post 
what I had for the AFC. But yeah, we had a lot of fun. So if you like this, comment, give some feedback, share, like. If you're close to me, text me. And maybe we can, you know, get this last resort sports report thing off the ground and get it its own feed. Stay tuned for more content on the Radar Podcast Network as I'm looking to launch my official show, Radar vs. the World, in the month of April. I'm going to come with a lot of content for that show. But until then, thank you for listening to the Beta Pod by the Raynard Podcast Network.